eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hi, Brian. So the Odell Beckham storyline, that's obviously the primary focus for Cowboys Nation right now. But there is a dramatic storyline as the Cowboys exit the bye. They are heading to Green Bay. It is Mike McCarthy's return, his his chance to reunite with his best friend, Aaron Rodgers, uh, a chance to catch a spiraling Packers football team. We're going to talk about that in depth here in just a second. Before we do, I need to say thank you so much to our wonderful partner here at Love of the Star, it's Boomer Jacks. You know, uh, if I had not been sitting on the couch and, and having to prep to host Sean and RJ uh, on 105.3 The Fan the other morning uh, or on Sunday, I would have been sitting right at Boomer Jacks and, and taking all the games in there because it is the best spot to take in the wall-to-wall TVs. They've got every game you can possibly imagine up in there. They've got live music. It's a wonderful spot. And Tuesdays and Wednesdays are the days I like going to Boomer Jacks the most. And you may be saying, why? There's not there's not really any games on Tuesday and Wednesday. I'll tell you why. It's because of their wing deals. Tuesdays, it's half-price bone-in wings. Wednesday, it's half-price boneless wings. And they have the coldest beer around, ice cold. They got drink specials starting at $3. So anything that you're looking for, Boomer Jacks has it set up for you. 17 DFW locations. You can find yours by going to boomerjacks.com. That's boomerjacks.com. Brian, the the majority of Mike McCarthy's giant 21, 22-minute press conference today was focused, of course, on his return to Green Bay. We've got some cuts that uh, we can go through really quick before we uh, jump into the Packers themselves. Uh, first clip here, this is Mike McCarthy uh, talking about if he's if he's feeling any emotion, if, if he's a little emotional heading back into uh, his first game at Green Bay. Uh, emotional? Uh, no, I, I think really, I think it's just like anything in this league. You have to you have to get ready to, to go win. And, you know, that's really where my mind is as far as the game. I mean, you know, obviously, you know, I have great memories um, about about Green Bay. And, you know, I've spent, spent a lot of time there. But, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm four years removed uh, from from working there. And um, I'm, I'm really looking forward to taking our team up there. And, you know, like I told them today in a team meeting that, 
you know, this is a this is a really cool place to compete. Um, so it's obviously, you know, uh, a lot like you know AT&T Stadium. I mean, we have a an unbelievable stadium that people enjoy coming to compete at, and it's uh, you know very similar up there. You know, obviously the history and tradition of Green Bay and Lambeau Field, and you know it's an experience that um, you know I want them to maximize. And but most importantly, you know we're going up there to win the game. Brian, you spent time with both organizations. I know Brad Sham, the voice of the Cowboys, asked uh, Mike today when he thinks of Cowboys Packers, what's the first thing that comes to mind? And he didn't hesitate to spit out Ice Bowl. Uh, when you think of Cowboys Packers, what's the first thing that comes to mind for you? How many times I got my ass kicked by the Cowboys when I was in Green Bay? I mean, it. it, it I uh, I'll tell a quick story. I remember we used to own San Francisco in the playoffs when I was in Green Bay. We win and then. Won a divisional game in, at Candlestick. Had to go play a game in Dallas, the, the following championship game, the following week. And I remember walking by. Everybody in the locker room at Candlestick was so excited, except Reggie White. And I looked at him. I said, Rev, what's going on? He goes, oh, it's, it's the Cowboys. It's Eric Williams. It's all that stuff. You know, he, he wasn't excited because he knew. You know, he knew how hard – it was to compete against the Dallas Cowboys uh, at that time, that those Super Bowl teams. And, you know, we, we tried so hard when I was in Green Bay the five years to catch up. We just could not draft. I mean, we drafted some really good players, signed some really good players, guys like Reggie White, traded for Brett Favre, all those things. But, man, when you talked Packers and Cowboys – it was, yeah, the Ice Bowl back in the day. And before that, they played a championship game at the Cotton Bowl that came down to the wire again. And so, yeah, I mean, it's it's a, a very historic rivalry. The Cowboys have always been a team under Landry that was going up. And then when, when Vince Lombardi left, the Packers were going down. And we were very fortunate we got to Green Bay in 92 that, uh, you know, Bob Hurl the president of the team gave us really a, an open checkbook to try and turn things around. And by signing Mike Holmgren and Ron Wolf and, you know, getting scouts you know, like John Snyder, John Dorsey, Reggie McKenzie. I mean, we, Ted Thompson, you know, just had a lot of really good football guys that were there that were a part of that. But when I think of Cowboys and Packers, I just think of personally, us getting our ass handed to us every time we played the Cowboys. That was you, tough. That was you tough. Know, you said you uh, – I'm just curious. You said you uh, drafted some really good players there, but you guys can never catch up. What's the one pick you wish you could have over to try and get your team to catch up to the Cowboys? Well, there was – because they had drafted so well, you know, they picked guys like, the you know, Darren Woodson's. I mentioned Eric Williams, Larry Allen. I, I'll tell you this. I'll be honest. We sat in a meeting – and when Larry Allen came out, we were watching tape of Sonoma State, you know, just like little Sonoma State. And you're watching this guy just dominate. It's Larry Allen. And our medical doctors failed Larry Allen on the physical, like because he had a, a, a torn rotator cuff and they weren't sure, you know, with an offensive lineman, was it always going to be a problem and all that? So they failed him on the physical and we didn't get a chance to draft him. And I'll never forget, every time we played the Cowboys, Ron Wolf, the general manager, would walk over to the team doctors and he'd say, he'd say you see that number 73 over there? He's going to kick our ass today. That guy is going to kill every one of our guys because we didn't draft him. 
he would remind the doctor. He was, he was kind of trolling the doctors, but in a way he was also telling them, listen, don't F with me anymore on these players when they go on to have Hall of Fame careers like Larry Allen has. So if you want a player that we wish we had, we could have gotten, because, you know, I, I don't know how you didn't like a, I know Darren Woodson was another one. Dave Campo did a great job of convincing uh, Jimmy Johnson to draft Darren Woodson. We went, went, down, went down there to see Philippi Sparks at first and yeah. not his eye. Yeah. Dave, Dave, Dave knew what he was doing, you know? And so, yeah, that's, there's a lot of those players of overlap that they took. And then, you know, they had a couple of drafts, like their 95 draft, I think was the one where they had really all special teams, you know, kind yeah, of draft. And they're getting like Shante yeah. Carvers and yeah. Sherman Williams. Well, and- I'll, I'll tell you a real quick story about Shante Carver. And people don't know this about Shante Carver, but he was a uh, he uh, he was a chronic dipper, like skull <laughs> skull Copenhagen kind of dip. Yeah. And one of our scouts, John Math, God rest his soul, with the Packers, was director of college scouting for us. He said, you know, Shante was a, a thin, linear-built guy, long, rangy kind of guy. And uh, John said, uh, you know, they asked John, out of, he goes, John goes, uh, he's never going to be able to put on weight. Never going to be able to put on any weight. We're all like, well, why? And he goes, he's a chronic dipper. And he go, I go, we all go, what? What do you mean a chronic dipper? He goes, Copenhagen, tobacco, chronic. And we're all like, well, what does that have to do with eating? He goes, his gums are bad. His teeth hurt him. He can't chew food. Oh my gosh! That's Dude, scouting. That's, that's, that's scouting. That's scouting. That's that's, next level. That, that is John. That's, Matt, that's John, the stuff that makes a difference. <laughs> John Matt said he will never be able to put on weight because his gums are bad and he won't eat. And sure enough, we we had his tag like near the bottom of the board, and just to kind of hold him there. And Dallas took him. I think with Dallas took him what the second round. No, they took him in the first. I think. Did they take like, him in the first round? I think it was like pick twenty four or something. Was it? I I can't remember exactly. I mean, I know I know one thing. I, I yeah, it might have been the first round. I remember Ron Wolf. The room went silent when Dallas oh, made twenty three round one. Pick twenty three. Okay, thank you. When he went off the board, that was Pittsburgh took a safety or a linebacker from Weber State. That's that's my second round guy, but. Uh, <laughs> But when he went, the room went silent. And I'll never forget Ron Wolf go, boys, I hope we're right about that guy. And sure enough, though, it, it worked out for the for the best for us. Uh, good stories. Good good times. I hope you tell some of these on the pregame show this week, Brian. Uh, Mike McCarthy asked about his relationship with Aaron Rodgers, which we all know was very complicated, very complex, and, and a little bit of a rough ending. But uh, here was Mike McCarthy on his relationship with Aaron Rodgers and, and going up against him for the first time. Really looking forward to seeing Aaron. Uh, we've had great communication. You know, I have nothing but, you know, love and, and gratitude for him. Um, I, I think like anything in, in life, I think personal relationships are, are private. I'm, you know, I'm going to remember I was born in the 60s. So I'm, I'm, I'm being better at, you know, expressing myself publicly. And uh, so, but no, I, I um, you know, just a whole lot of appreciation, not only for him, but the players, the teams that we had there. I mean, you know, we had some, you know, great, great times, great moments. You know, uh, when I think of him, I think of the, all the one-on-one conversations we used to have, especially in the younger days. And uh, it always ended with a hug and I love you. So and that, that's when I think about our relationship, 
Um, you know, I, I think he made me a much better coach. I mean, you're talking about a man that's, you know, one of the premier professional athletes of his generation. You know, just the, you know, I spent the weekend watching him play. Uh, quarterback, he's still playing extremely high level. You know, just the fundamentals and just the way he plays. It's, um, you know, um, he, he deserves all the accolades that he receives. Uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing him. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Boy, uh, I got to say, that was a very diplomatic answer, I think. Uh, I, I think that was a, a rosy answer to, to what ended up being a, a bit of a tense ending. But also, let's be honest here. Don't know how much Aaron Rodgers is still played at a very high level, especially if Mike's talking about what he saw this weekend. Because Aaron Rodgers and that Green Bay offense, my word, they are just they had a, a hell of a time trying to do anything against a, a really rough Lions defense this weekend. That's what absolutely scares me to death about playing them this weekend. Because every throw off his back foot, every fling in the ball into an area, every tip pass, you know, every red zone interception doesn't look like the same guy. It, I mean, if you were being really honest with yourself, there are passes he throws, it's like he's got money on the game. You know, and I know it's a terrible thing to say about a person, and I'm not saying he does. I please don't don't. No, no, no. You're 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 just using uh like, like a simile. I get it. Yeah, but and and somebody will take this and clip it, and you know, and it'll be oh, Rogers says, Broder says Rogers has money on the game. If you do that, I hope you go to hell uh, for doing that. But you know, to me, this this is a uh, he's made some throws that are just not characteristic of him. Just not characteristic. No, those interceptions in the red zone were not. Aaron that Rodgers. that pass they threw. He tried to throw to Bakhtiari that tackle delay. That you know, off. just that's what do you man? Come on, you can't throw the ball that soft. You know, and, and there's I. I want to say his given s meter looks really really low right now. You know, his body language is bad. It's, it's really, really bad. bad. If, if, but, if we saw Dak Prescott acting like that in the game, would we not be talking about that all week? Yeah. No, you're right. My biggest fear right now is this team is not going to lose six games in a row. Just not. That's I didn't fear. think they'd lose five in a row. That's not my Especially fear. No. Detroit. Man, no. it's I, – I just – my biggest thing is Dallas is so much better a football team than Green Bay right now. Green Bay is just not – and, gosh, the injuries. We now know Rashawn Gary is out. We'll talk more in depth about – Previewing the Packers later this week. We'll get a chance to look at the tape a little bit. But you're talking about Rashawn Gary is now out for the season. Uh, Big-time pass rusher for them. They had five other players leave the field at some point on Sunday with injuries. We're talking about corner Eric Stokes, Romeo Dobbs, the receiver, yeah. David Bakhtiari, Aaron Jones. They were just – Christian Watson uh, left at one point. I mean, they, they are just getting decimated by injuries. And so we talk about – injuries and what seems like a a a building toxicity in that culture that man that's some trouble yeah and then that guy will find a way to beat you 
third. He still will. He will. He'll he will. Throw a third nineteen. The only, the only the only time they've beaten Aaron Rodgers in recent history though was in Lambeau. So oh yeah, it was Dak Prescott's first year, two thousand sixteen. Yep. Yep. It, it took a, a, a lucky whitehead jet sweep on a third down play to keep a drive going. I, I, I mean, that, that was uh, – That was David Irving's David, David Irving uh, – I mean, yeah, David Irving had a Sam Williams game or Sam Williams had a David Irving game, you know, when the number of plays he played. And I, it's – this is not – I'm sorry. and I, I, I'm not being like a, a guy that just used to work in Green Bay because I worked in both places. I grew up a Cowboy fan. I'm just saying this. This is not going to be an easy game. This is just not. They, they're, they're going to. There's going to be some pride on the line up there, you know. And nothing. It's, it's like teams when you're having a bad year and you go and knock somebody off that you probably shouldn't have beat. You know, everything should be pointing Dallas's direction, coming off a bye, Dak Prescott healthy, and all that. I'd be glad to say I'm wrong about this. This game terrifies me. This game absolutely terrifies me for all the reasons that you just talked about previous to when, when I was making this comment. Uh, another comment from Mike McCarthy on the game. He, he was asked about, uh, you know, going back to green Bay, what he, he misses from the area. Got a little emotional, Brian reflecting on his time in green Bay, but asked just, you know, what he missed about, uh, you know, living and, and working in green Bay. Shoot. Um, I think it's like anything, the people. And, um, that's why I think it's been such a great transition for our family because our, our kids, um, you know, were obviously born there, raised there, but to come here in this experience, because I mean, I mean, a lifestyle in Dallas, Texas is incredible. I mean, this has been an incredible, incredible opportunity for us as a family. But, you know, uh, Jessica was born there. Kids were born there. <laughs> so people, Mr. the people. Yeah. He's, uh, you know, as as much as that's the human side of it, and yeah. I, think, I think that as much as he wants to lock in and focus on this is just another game, he's human. It, it's going to be an emotional yeah. game for him. Yeah, I mean, I, me personally, and I'm not trying to put myself in Mike McCarthy's shoes. It was my first opportunity to work in professional sports on my 27th birthday, December 12th, 1991, was my. 27th birthday and I showed up in Green Bay, Wisconsin, and I'd never been in Wisconsin in my life. I landed there. It was zero degrees. I've never felt more accepted by people who had no idea who I was, uh, guys and gals that went out of their way. And that's, you could go through the yearbook, you could go through the press guide and you could still see a lot of the same people. I still have that memory of the sound of, the maintenance guys at four in the morning after a blizzard showing up and shoveling out my driveway with their truck at four in the morning, they went around to every person and they, they got out and they shoveled everybody. So everybody could get to work. That's what the maintenance guys did. They all had, they all had snow plows on the front of their trucks mm. and they would come and you could hear them at four in the morning, shoveling your driveway so you can get to work. The next day and that's that's what they that's how people they care about you up there they really really do i lived i lived six minutes from the stadium and it was driving down lombardi avenue and drive going to uh you know going to eat a, a, a burger at kroll's place that had uh these hamburgers they guys took me to eat burgers there and i'd never had a pat of butter on my burger before 
I bit that burger, that pad of butter shot out the back. Um, <laughs> and I was holding that burger away from, I go, what was that? And they go, you never had bur- butter on your burger. I'm like, no, I haven't. Uh, you know, it's just, it's an incredible place. If you ever have the opportunity to go, go see a game there. If, even if you're not a, you know, if you're a Cowboy fan, but if you ever have a chance to go to Lambeau field, go see a game there. It is the, it, I, I real quick, Bobby, I know we're up against it here. But I used to, at night, at Saturday night, I had this tradition where I would walk outside. I'm sorry, I know this is about Mike McCarthy, but I'm No, 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 this this is exactly what I asked you the question. I know, but I'm making it about me and my experience in Green Bay. (laughs) Because I'm trying to tell you, his experience is exactly right. His experience is right. And so I'll, I'll never forget where our offices were connected to Lambeau Field. And uh, I used to be able to walk out the back door and I would walk right into uh, right into the stadium. You'd walk right in. And I'll never forget at night, like on a Saturday night, and I it would be just pitch dark. There'd be little, you see TV lights and stuff getting set up and stuff. But like snow would be falling, snow would be falling stuff. And you could walk out in that into that stadium and I'd just stand there. And I swear to you, you could feel like the the ghosts or the spirit of the stadium. You felt it. Like you felt like all the games, all the great games, all the great memories. And then the next day that stadium would be full with all those people that you, you, you know, like you, that were cheering for you and cared about you and stuff like that. It's one of the most unique places I've ever worked in my life and will ever work in my life. And I, again, I work for the Cowboys and that was a great experience in itself. I can't thank the Jones family enough for allowing me to do that. But that experience at Lambeau field and working in green Bay and living in green Bay for five years was incredible. It really was. I see why Mike got very emotional about it. You're listening to the love of the star podcast, the love of the stars and odyssey podcast. You can find it on the odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.